0: Welcome to Hope for Living with pastor, teacher, and certified mental health coach, Dr. Shannon Eaton. Listen to an encouraging message that is designed to help you build your faith, restore your joy, and renew your hope. What is up, family? Welcome to Hope for Living, and we are excited to be with you where we are wanting to see your Faith built, your hope renewed, and your joy restored. Well, this is our uh, episode where we talk all things leadership. And so I'm excited to be sharing with you about something that I think is so critical and important to our leadership, and that is the growth factor. I mean, we talk a lot about growing uh, in our leadership. We talk about what it means to uh, excel and to sharpen our skills. And and I believe that uh, these uh, episodes that we focus on leadership have already been a blessing to you but I believe this one is going to challenge us in in a different way and so buckle your seatbelt and let's talk about the growth factor the ultimate leadership question the growth factor the ultimate leadership question and so we want to start with this point very simple growth is personal it, it's personal uh, before we want growth in our organizations and our churches and our families and the endeavors that we undertake we have to understand that growth is personal. It's not something we can pass off to somebody else. First uh, Peter uh, chapter two verse two says, "As newborn babes, de- newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby." We know as Christian leaders that our ultimate source of growth is the word of God. Our ultimate source of nourishment is uh, the word of God. And when we un- <coughs> when we understand that, and we understand that. Uh, growth is personal. We understand that growth is not something that we can delegate. It's nobody else's job to grow me. Uh, when I think about that, why aren't people taking more of an interest in me? Why aren't people investing more in me? And I understand the root of that question, but at the end of the day, our growth is personal. So we have to take uh, the initiative in this area to make sure that we are uh, doing all that we can uh, to grow within our particular area of leadership that might mean taking class it might mean uh investing in uh, workshops or reading uh, and having a plan for how we're going to read in our specific area on a regular and ongoing basis it, it requires us to really just embrace the fact that it's not something uh, my own growth is not something that i can assign to anybody else nobody is responsible for my growth uh but me Uh, second thing that I want to share with you is that growth is intentional not only is growth uh, personal but growth is intentional and if growth is intentional that means that I have to take steps as we've already talked about a little bit um, I have to take steps Uh, in my growth journey I have to be willing to make sacrifices in order to Uh, become as sharp as I possibly can uh, in the area that God has me. Growth is intentional. Look at Luke chapter five, verse 15, Uh, Luke chapter five, verse 16. It says, so he himself talking about Jesus often withdrew into the wilderness and he prayed. In other words, if he withdrew, if he got away from distractions, Jesus viewed his prayer life. He viewed his growth. He viewed Uh, everything that he did as intentional. Jesus was a man with purpose. He moved with power. He moved with passion, but he also moved with purpose. His moves were intentional. Even in scripture where they look uh, spontaneous, they look uh, like he's headed one direction and all of a sudden he goes another. The reality is that uh, Jesus was very intentional, very purposeful in what he was doing. So we have to look at of the life of Jesus and ask a couple of questions. Do I grow? Number one, do I grow? That's a question I have to ask. And then, where do I grow? And typically, a lot of us will grow not only situationally and through circumstances, but we grow by intention. We grow by uh, moving away from the things that vie for uh, our attention. I, I like to say it like this. Everything that desires our attention doesn't necessarily deserve our attention so we're going to have to decide what we're going to give our time to uh, what we're going to give our energy to what we're going to give um the best of our years to um are we going to be people that grow and are we going to be be people who really seek out places (coughs) seek out places uh to grow and flourish Third point. So, not only is growth personal, and not only is growth intentional, uh, but growth is uncomfortable. And here's the part that, where many of us forsake uh, growing in our lives, is realizing that growth, whether personal, whether in our family, whether relationally, whether um, any of the areas of our life—our leadership, our church, our organizations—growth is uncomfortable. It's going to stretch you. Isaiah fifty-three. Verse two says, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we s- and when we see him. Look at this. Relearning isn't the same thing as growing. This is important. Sometimes we we look at uh, things that we are relearning, things that we are retooling, things that we are resharpening. But growth is different. That means you're breaking barriers that you haven't crossed before. Um, you're breaking the ceilings, so to speak, that uh, ceilings that are on your leadership or on the way you do things. When we're talking about growing, we're breaking those barriers. We're, we're breaking through like a seed out of dry ground. The seed, when it's planted in the ground, it has to break through, it has to break through the dirt to be what it was created to be. Um, and so to understand that in the context of what we're talking about, there's some things that you and I <clears throat> will have to break through in order to be everything that God has intended us to be. So growth is personal, uh, growth is intentional, and growth is uncomfortable. But here's another one. Growth is continual. We never stop growing. Uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 16 says, So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went in the synagogue and the Sabbath, and he stood up to read. <clears throat> Uh, here's a, a phrase that I want you to jot down if you're taking notes. This is going to be crucial to uh, your leadership in many ways, and that is success is the ability to handle boredom. <laughs> in other words, everything that we do in, in being successful, everything we do in growing in our leadership, everything we do in learning, just like in school, everything wasn't exciting. Everything didn't cause us to jump up and down, run around, do cartwheels. You know, some things are boring, but they're necessary to our growth. So the question here is, with growth being continual, is can you and I do the same things over and over again? Um, You know, success many times in, in faithfulness is simply long obedience in the same direction. And so many times we, in our search for excitement in the spectacular, we miss significance. And significance is often found in the consistency of of doing the small things well on a regular basis over and over again. So uh, growth is continual. Can you and I do the same things over and over again? So we've discovered growth is personal, growth is intentional, growth is uncomfortable, growth is continual, but what else is growth? Growth is definable. We can define what growth is and what it looks like, so we we can ask the question um, as children of God, and as leaders, we can ask the question, "Am I growing?" and then we can look at metrics to determine whether we are look at look at uh Luke chapter two verse fifty two and Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men, so that text we see Jesus. Uh, growth metric so to speak and we see four areas that he grew and all of these are areas that we need in order to be uh successful and fulfill the calling and the assignment that god has on our life so what what are those four areas one wisdom we all need to be growing in wisdom solomon said this he said wisdom is the principal thing <coughs> therefore get wisdom and with all you're getting get an understanding." <coughs> The New Living Translation says, get wisdom, though it cost you all you have. Get understanding. So he prioritizes the importance of getting wisdom and, and living wisely in our leadership journey. What's the, the second area? In stature. He grew in stature. He grew physically. Um, so we got to take care of ourselves the best that we know how take care of ourselves and, and make sure that we are <coughs> operating at at full strength when we are walking out our leadership journey. It says also, he increased in favor with God. Listen, there's some things that you can, no matter how many skills you get, no matter how much talent you have, there's some things that only come through the favor of God, through God stepping in and causing things to work together. I like how the Bible says all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according uh, to his purpose. We want to walk excuse me, we want to walk in the favor of God on a regular basis. We want to walk in the favor of God on a regular basis. We want to see God doing things over and over again in our lives that uh, can only be explained by God. In other words, that the hand of God was on it, that the power of God was present, moving in and through it. Um, and when we see those things happening in our lives, not only do we uh, flow successfully in leadership, but the other thing that we end up doing is we end up people seeing the ministry and the leadership that we practice, so important, and not giving glory to us, but giving glory to God. So growth is definable. Uh, we want to grow in wisdom. We want to grow in stature. We want to grow in favor with God. And then he lists the fourth area. And that is we want to grow in favor with man. Um, in other words, that favoring with God is good, but we also need favor with people. Everything that God does in this world, he does through relationships. And so I want you to begin to really think about uh, the importance of relationships and how <coughs> those things work together to bring about the plans and the purposes of God in our lives. And you look throughout scripture, many times God did things. And many, many times he did, he worked through people. And so we can't just go around saying, "I," you know, we say foolish things like this. I don't need anybody but God. And I know what people are trying to say when they say that. But the truth is, uh, God uses people and relationships to bless us, to sharpen us, uh, to encourage us and to help us to uh, grow and get better in various areas of our life second thing for the next thing all right we've already discovered growth is personal and that growth is intentional and that growth is uncomfortable <coughs> we see that growth is continual it's definable but it's also selective Psalm 1.1 says, blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. In other words, when we want to grow, we have to put ourselves in place. We have to be in the right place, um, the place that God has for us at the right time. Uh, be where we're supposed to be when we're supposed to be there. How many times... Uh, Can we point back to a place in our lives where we missed an opportunity? We missed uh, the greater thing that God wanted to do simply not because we weren't sincere but because we were at a place. And so God desires for us to be people uh, who are in place. And then we have to put ourselves around people. We have to put ourselves around the right people. I've heard it said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. In other words, who we are around, who, 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 who's pouring into our life and whose life we're pouring into all affects our leadership and our effectiveness to do the things that we have been created and called uh, to do. And so we want to make sure uh, that we're, we're in place, we're in the right place at the right time and that we're spending time around the right people. And so we've discovered in our talk today that growth is personal, growth is intentional That growth is uncomfortable, it'll stretch us. Growth is continual, we have to be consistent. Growth is definable, there's ways we can measure whether we're growing or not. And that growth is selective. And so the last thing is that growth is on the inside. It happens on the inside. Growth is on the inside. Psalm 51 verse eight says, make me hear joy and gladness that the bones that you have broken may rejoice. In other words, we have to realize before we see anything occur on the outside before we see anything happen for us on the outside that God wants to do an inside work. Uh, So many times we're praying for things. We're praying for results. We're praying for things to happen in our life. And we don't realize that, that the things we're praying for are outer things, but almighty God (coughs) wants to work on the inside of us in a way that brings him glory. And so as you meditate on these truths, um, and seek to grow in your leadership, I want to challenge you to ask God to search your heart. You might what do you mean? Ask God to search your heart. Are there ways that I can be more diligent in growing? Are there things that I can do? Are there relationships that I can build? Are there books that I can read? Are there things that I can listen to? Uh, what am I doing to be intentional and selective and consistent in my growth? You know, God has created you for greatness. He's created you to do mighty things in this life and in this world. But the choice, watch this, is up to you. Will you choose to grow? Will you choose to be intentional about being the best version of you that you can possibly be? God didn't call us to be somebody else. He didn't call us to be an imitation, but he called us to be the sharpest and most excellent version of ourselves that we could possibly be. All right, we we're going to pray for you. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, we trust that this has helped you just a little bit, just to, to stir some thoughts in your mind, to help you maybe have a conversation with others who are trying to grow. Are you willing to do these things, to be intentional in your growth as leader? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your mercy, your grace, your love, and your kindness. Help us to continue to sharpen us, help us to continue to grow and flourish as leaders in Jesus' name. Amen, listen, God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Thank you for tuning in to Hope for Living Podcast with Dr. Shannon Eaton. We hope that you have been inspired and encouraged to apply the truths of God's word to your everyday life. Until next time, keep the faith, hold on to joy, and live in hope.